This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey there, from CNN, I'm Krista Bowe with the five things you need to know for Wednesday, January 17th. All three Republican presidential candidates have events in New Hampshire today, ahead of next week's primary. Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley are trying to catch up to former President Donald Trump's commanding overall lead. CNN's Omar Jimenez is in New Hampshire with the lay of the land of the race. Now, when you look at the polls, Nikki Haley has the best chance in this state to at least pose a serious challenge to the former president. A lot of moderates in the state, also undeclared or independent voters, as they're known here, can vote in this as well. And she's polled very well with that demographic. But this is still a very steep hill to climb. And even with polls showing her within single digits of the former president, no poll has showed her ahead of the former president. He has been attacking Nikki Haley a little bit more and leading some to believe that it's because he sees her as a legitimate threat here, which would pair up with what Nikki Haley has been framing things as, which is essentially a two-person race. But of course, anything can happen. Tensions are spiking across the Middle East and Pakistan. Both the U.S. and Iran have ordered multiple strikes in the last week, with the U.S. and U.K. hitting Houthi targets in Yemen and Iran hitting back in Syria, Iraq, and Pakistan. The Houthis are backed by Iran, and today the Biden administration redesignated them as a global terrorist group after trading fire in the Red Sea. And in Pakistan, the government has condemned Iran's strike inside its border, saying it killed two children and warning Iran that it could retaliate. But Iran's foreign minister tried to defuse the situation when he was speaking at the World Economic Forum in Davos today. He said the country only targeted Iranian terrorists on Pakistani soil, adding he thinks there's only one way to end the conflict. If the genocide in Gaza stops, then it will lead to the end of other crises and attacks in the region. Israel strongly denies that it is committing genocide and says it's defending itself from Hamas. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's recent hospitalization after prostate cancer surgery caught a lot of people off guard, even the White House, raising questions and concerns. New 911 audio CNN obtained from New Year's Day shows an aide requesting an ambulance at Austin's house, asking that it be discreet. Can I ask, like, can the ambulance not show up with lights and sirens? Um, we're trying to mm-hmm. remain a, a little subtle. Austin was admitted to Walter Reed Hospital on January 1st, and then the ICU the next day. But President Joe Biden, the Deputy Defense Secretary, and Congress were not notified until days later. Austin was released on Monday, and his doctors say he's expected to make a full recovery. The secrecy and delays, however, prompted criticism of Austin and his staff and raised questions about his compliance with Pentagon protocol. A Pentagon review is underway into the matter. Overall, fewer people in the U.S. are dying from cancer, but more are getting diagnosed with some types of the disease, especially adults younger than 50. A new American Cancer Society report says cancer deaths have continued to drop since 1991 largely because of earlier diagnosis, improvements in treatments, and less people smoking. But health experts say the U.S. needs to do more to prevent cancers, because cases of six of the most common cancers have actually risen, including breast, prostate, and skin. And some doctors say they're seeing cancers presenting in people younger than expected, often before they reach guideline ages for screening. 
Well, the Arctic blast may be loosening its grip on the east, but no such luck for the northwest. That's next. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The Northwest is facing freezing rain and heavy snow today. The weather has knocked out power in some places as ice weighs down power lines and trees. Some good news if you live in the east, though. The Arctic blast is briefly backing off today, and it's expected to get a little warmer in most areas. And high temperatures will finally climb above zero degrees in much of the central U.S. But before you get too excited, another surge of cold air is on the way. That's across the northern plains and Midwest and into the deep south by the week's end. All right, that's all for now. I'm Krista Bowe, and our next episode drops at 3 p.m. Eastern. And don't forget, we changed our hours. You can catch updates Monday through Friday at 6 a.m., 9 a.m., 12 p.m., 3 p.m., and 6 p.m. Eastern. Till next time. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.